Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to another episode of Love and Reality Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valera. On today's episode, I'm continuing our trek into season two, episode six of the Peacock series, The Traders. This show has been groundbreaking and to the levels of what we've not seen with this show before. Last week, Nielsen reported that The Traders became the number one unscripted series in the U.S. across all streaming platforms. The streaming numbers are up 75% over season one, which debuted over a year ago. These numbers really don't shock me. As you see, this has become like the water cooler conversation of social media. You know, you have people posting all over the place, clippets here and there discussing what they think is going to go down. And this week's episode is nothing short of miraculous. Before we jump in, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Thank you for your continued support. If you're watching here on YouTube, if you could do me a favor, hit that little subscribe guy, drop a like, and a comment goes a long way. On podcast platforms, if you could leave that five-star review, hit the subscribe button too, just so the new episodes drop into your box each and every week. I know this has been a jam-packed um, content coming from you on the Love and Reality Podcast like I've never done before. I'm releasing two and three episodes a week. There's just so much going on right now. Folks, coming this week, I've got interviews with cast members from The Trust, A Game of Greed, uh, Jay Patterson, and... Um, Jake, both of those guys will be on my podcast. Interviews were fantastic. We talked about the behind scenes stuff that you don't see on Netflix with the Trust, a Game of Greed. But let's dive right into season two, episode six of The Traders. We saw the return of Kate Chastain last week while everything was running rampant on the ho- uh, uh, running rampant with pointing fingers at one another. Um, we saw elimination of Tamara Judge and Janelle being the latest victim. However, does Pete's plan come to fruition or will the traders recent trend of taking the faithfuls out one by one happen? Let the ba- games begin. Obviously, Alan Cummings comes out and announces to us that Bergie was in fact murdered, but it will be shortly revealed that he was the holder of the shield and things start to unravel from here. With his consistent persistence, 
Dana decided to pull the trigger and murder Bergy. This ultimately turns out badly for the traitors because Bergy is the holder of the shield, meaning that he will not only go home, more than likely, with Pete's plan working, he can now pinpoint the traitors are down to Dan, Pavardi, and CT. Peter walked through the door with a smile on his face, ready to figure out what happened. Trishel John walked through the door. Pete is on cloud nine. Pete said, game on! With uh, Bergy walking through that door, um, and and, and the, it, Dan is just elated until we see a moment happen. Boom, Bergy is quote unquote gone. Dan is happy. Trisell is equally as excited. Everybody, who loud knock on the door, back comes Bergy, and Dan's face is in utter shock. Dan is in shambles. Pete knows that CT Pavardi and Dan are one of the people that are the traitors. Pete announces what the plan is, and he leaks to a few people that he had the shield but didn't he said the best case scenario unfold it and party knew she was under fire so she's ready to make some moves pete says that pete pete to me right here this in this moment pete made one of the best moves i've ever seen on reality tv and it played out to perfection now honestly this played out so well that there's a likelihood of this man getting eliminated right you played your cards way early but it revealed one of the traders uh potentially alan comes into chat informs the team's mission they will need some strength dan needs the shield dan needs a bet i don't know why he didn't try harder to come after this one in the competition but dan said he got it and he admits pete is playing the game better than he thought pete and bergy are both excited pete thinks that dan and Pavardi are the two people that are the traders phaedra brilliantly playing the game here she's like she said it's every trader for themselves get it get it get it get it get it girl uh, Pavardi pulls Pete aside to talk to him about how she isn't the traitor, saying, how are you not the traitor? Talking to him. She said she's suspicious of him and asked him why he's not the traitor. She said she got nothing. She's spinning it in here. She's, she isn't doing anything to help her case. Dan was pacing back and forth, waiting to talk to Pete himself. Dan turns to come to talk to Pete. Pete said Dan was always in his top three. Dan pushes back, saying he is a faithful and thought he told him the secret because they were friends. Pete tells him straight to his face he thinks he's the traitor, period. Pot is at $75,500 currently. The next competition can add $25,000 to the pot. The group will launch a cannon into, will have to launch a cannonball to win the prize. They will find, collect, and carry the pieces to the catapult along the way. Along uh, Once they successfully get all these pieces together, they can launch the cannon and add that $25,000. They, they have 60 minutes to win the prize. Here we go. Nice little twist we got right here. Alan announces that along the way, they will be able to collect ammunition boxes. In those ammunition boxes, they can collect them and finish. The, if they place the ammo boxes at the end of the competition, they can put them there and they have a chance to win only one shield available in this race right now, which is interesting because most of these competitions had at least two. So you're playing with two. We're all jockeying for position one here. So... The only way to get the shield, though, is if they complete the competition. So even if you get one of these ammo boxes, you got to try to help figure out things. One of the things that was funny right off the back, you see the teams having to cross a body of water. There's this current kind of going through, and everybody's like falling, tripping. Oh, my God, the current's going to take me in. People are helping people across the way. There's this one moment. This wasn't talked about enough in the back half of this episode, but Kevin is trying to help Trisel proper across 
the water. At this given moment, she sees a shield box, ammo box that she could potentially have to potentially get the shield. However, Kevin kind of sees it too. She like kind of, Kevin's helping her across the river and he just, she kind of just falls in and here we go. She gets the, get the, gets the ammo box and he's like, she's like, I need it more than you do. And it was just a great moment. Like Trishel's like, I don't really care. Help me get across this so I could go get this box instead of you. It was just, it was a hilarious moment. Uh, Pete is the second person to snag an ammo box. Obviously he needs it more than ever. Sure, Sherry uh, got the next box watching these dudes pull these things up the hill. It is hilarious. You have the women kind of like, I ain't doing that. I carry these little pieces. Um, finally, um, look, CT's the man, right? Again, I don't understand these competitions. A man that comes from the challenge, why are you not getting these 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 big body guys at the front of the wheel and making sure things happen? They decide to throw everything on top of the cart to pull up on the hill. Um, it's just one of the. It's just funny watching them a work as a team, b work horribly as a team, and then c just not work. <laughs> Nothing ever works uh, for these guys. Every competition has been ten, in my opinion, ten times harder than it should have been and had any right to be. Um, CT's running this shit. It was great. I, I, and look, correct me if I'm wrong. If you're watching the show along with me, I think Sandra took Pete's ammo box. I think he put it down to help the team and she took it because Pete's box is gone. Pete got, I know for sure he snagged an ammo box. I just need to know if you guys saw the same thing that I did, that I feel like she just saw a box there and was like, this is my box now. And I'm pretty positive that's what's happened, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. Um, and then Kate is kind of wandering around and uh, runs for her life to, to get her own box. She put it on the ground because she's like, I don't think I need this, basically. Um, definitely a strategic gameplay there of, of kind of playing like, well, maybe I don't need one kind of, kind of need one yet. You know what I'm saying? I, I was definitely... Uh, Definitely intrigued by that, but she is kind of new to the game, so she's kind of like, all right, well, maybe I don't need one right now. So she put it on the ground instead of putting it on the on the thing so that allows Pete to run over and grab the box and put it on the thing so he could compete for the shield box. But again, I don't think there's two things that I don't think are talked about enough in this episode is one, Sandra stealing Pete's box, and two, Trishel just basically using Kevin to get her across there without falling to go get the shield box herself. It's just kind of funny. Speed to me, it's like strategic gameplay there. Like, oh man, like, why are you going for a shield? Like, what's the battle here? You know what I mean? Obviously people are, Pete, we know why he needs it, but uh, it was definitely interesting. Um, after a massive hard fought battle back and forth, back and forth, the team's able to secure and launch the cannibal and add $25,000 to the pot. Sandra Pavarti, um, poverty, uh, Peter, Sherry, and Trissel all have ammo boxes. What they have to do is they have to go into the catapult and launch the cannon ball over there. And whoever gets closest to the target wins the shield. Uh, uh, let's see here. Sandra goes first. Doesn't have a bad little ball. And um, Poverty goes next. Um, they kind of have similar landings. I think Sandra's a little bit closer. And then Trishel was just an absolute dud. She fought so hard for this box only for it to be a complete dud uh shashari uh is leading after her turn she launched one and it was a beaut and lands it pretty close to the uh the bullseye there I was pretty impressed by her ability to kind of land there i think maybe it was a little bit of luck a little bit of of, of strategic placement but man pete 
life back against the wall, life on the line, just complete dud by my dude Pete here. Um, and then of course, Cherie gets the shield. The prize totals up to $95,500. Of course, on the way back, everybody's talking about who's the trader, who are they leaning? Someone's leading um, poverty, some are leading Dan. Um, and uh, Peter looks at poverty and Dan and goes, can the murder be painless tonight? As he looks him in the face, this was, again, Peter knows he outplayed his hand. Pete, Pete knows I overplayed my hand. They're going to put me up, put the target on my back because they know that they're going to make me that the next person that murder is murdered. It doesn't matter. There's still multiple traders in the house. So even if you get rid of one of the quote unquote traders, he knows that night he's going to be murdered. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. However, so Peter, uh, Peter walks into the room, tells everyone that he will be gone tonight but tells everyone that he believes that Dan and uh, Povarty are both traitors. Everyone is confirming their thoughts that uh, Poverty is a traitor. He brings them back in. And Bergie said her and Dan's names are out there. Um, Poverty is trying to talk to Sandra, John, Peter, and Bergie and pushing them to say, uh, I trust Dan, but I'm not sure I can trust them anymore. She's trying to flip the script. Dan pulls Peter aside and says, 
He is planning on putting everything on the table tonight. He's been watching one person and he is outing a traitor at the round table tonight. And I'll tell you what, this is insane. And I do like his gameplay. Okay. I do like his gameplay. And throughout the entirety leading up the thing, he just basically tells everybody, listen to what I have to say. I'm going to confirm my suspicion. I'm finally going to go to the table. And I'm going to talk. Um, I loved how they was a like, dead man walking to his fate was like playing in the background as everybody kind of walks into the room. Uh, Peter's excited, obviously. This is one of the most befuddling moments in the history of TV. Um, reality TV. Uh, Dan says, all right. He says he's been watching one person since day one. It's time for him to come out. He said he's been collecting the information. Let's play a game. He has one question for everyone. Raise your hand if you had your name written down more than once on the chalkboard. Bergie, Cherie, Phaedra, Sandra, and Parvati are the only ones that don't have, haven't had their names written down multiple times. He said, but that's not enough to convict someone. Next, voting pageant. He takes out Sandra out. He takes Cherie out for one weird vote, but she said that she explained herself. Bergie goes with the crowd. He said that leaves Poverty and Phaedra. He, he leaves the two people that are traitors left to the thing. Now, to me, to me, to me, you have to spin this on poverty. You have to. There's no way you can put Phaedra at the feet of the fire. You're going after the wrong person. But however, he goes outside of only one vote out of the norm was for Kevin. But he explained, but she explained, uh, but uh, poverty explained what that was about. He said that leaves one person, Phaedra, complete silence. He said she was the one that hasn't, uh, one vote that hasn't been explained. That was for Ekon Su. And the next day she was murdered. And a weird vote. Next thing, breakfast reactions. Marcus got murdered. Uh, Tamara got voted out coming after the housewives. Bergy, not my Bergalicious. He said, nobody will bring you up. And that's the most suspicious thing. He said that there are his reasons. And that's who he's been watching since day one. Again, went after the wrong person. Three people knew about the thing. And they was told. CT, Dan, Poverty. CT, Dan, Poverty. That was it. That was it. Why are you going after somebody that's not even part of that? Because first reaction there, Phaedra, she fights back, obviously. Within this entire scenario, she's going to fight back. Why are you not going for the one person that they're insinuating? They gave you, uh, they threw a softball up and you could have hit it out of the park. Dan, I believe, Dan could have really gone out and limb and said, I believe Poverty is it. She is the traitor. Here's why. I agree with your suspicion that she is. Obviously, Phaedra's not happy. Everyone starts fighting back. She's doing too much because you are. Uh, and then she says, he's doing too much because you are about to get vanished. Phaedra, she, Phaedra just completely calls him out. She said, no one trusts you, darling. And she goes, I don't know. I didn't know who had the shield. Exactly. Exactly. Three people. CT, Harvardy, Dan knew who had the shield. Fergie ended up, quote unquote, dead, but not dead because he had the shield. Why are you trying to spin this on Phaedra? Dan is a very smart guy. He won Big Brother once, almost won it twice. In this given moment, Dan became one of the made one of the worst decisions. We had the same game. We had Peter making one of the best decisions in the history of this game. On the flip side, we had Dan making one of the most boneheaded things I've ever seen. Peter said he thinks CT isn't one of the traitors. He says that Dan and Poverty are both traitors. 
uh, but he speaks up saying, Peter's group, you are getting murdered. If you speak about Peter's group, you're going to get murdered. Uh, Parvati tries to talk, and Peter says she's the, uh, she's going to try to spin it. She said, I did trust Dan because they started talking since day one, and maybe she put the trust in the wrong person. Obviously, Parvati, she's got to put her back against the wall because people are putting her feet to the fire. So she's trying to flip that on somebody else now, too. Peter goes, but however, Peter is not letting it be known that they should stop here on the hunt for Dan and Parvati. He thinks both of them are the traitors, period. Uh, of course, Phaedra is furious at Dan. Poverty is hoping to shake the target because Dan's dumbass is playing. Like, period. Like, uh, hook, line, and sinker. Dan, one of the most bonehead, stupidest things I've ever seen in reality TV history. Period. Uh, Phaedra votes for Dan. She said, you deflected on the wrong one because you are learning tonight. Sandra, Dan. Peter votes for Poverty, obviously. She said he wants everyone to remember that she's a traitor. Again, strategic gameplay. The, the the feats to the fire, they're all voting for Dan. He knew everybody was voting for Dan. But let me let me let you know, before I'm murdered in the morning, that Pavardi is the one. She's gone. You know what I mean? She is also a traitor as well, okay? Uh, John votes for Dan, and he said banishment should be his fate. Like, John gave a whole spiel here, and it was one of the funniest. It was probably his best moment in this show so far. Like, it was just hilarious to me. Uh, Poverty votes for Dan as well. Kevin votes for Dan. Trishel votes for Dan. Dan voted for Phaedra. Bergie, MJ, and Kate all vote for Dan. So Dan attempted to pin the traitor on Phaedra, which somewhat backfired on him. It led to a massive finger pointing back and forth. Obviously, again, here we are, Dan Gessling's time in the house is over. And of course, he reveals to everyone that he is in fact a traitor. Like, what are... What was that thumb? Uh, like, seriously, though, like, what in the world is going on? Like, how do you not see... What is happening? How? I don't understand what is like. It just was the most mind. I would love to hear you guys. If you're watching on YouTube, comment below. If you're if you're listening on podcast platforms, I, I, if I can figure out how to make a little bit of a poll or whatever, I'm going to put the poll on there as well and, and get you guys to comment on your thoughts on what the hell Dan was thinking. Because this was one of the worst decisions I've ever seen in the history of reality TV. Like it was just... Again, just blown away. Obviously, everyone's cheering to the faithful. Dan is an idiot. He said uh, he make, uh, He said many people have gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with Phaedra and loss, and he understands why. He should have called out poverty. Uh, Alan Collins reminds them not to get too comfortable. He reminds them that someone will be going home later that night. Trishel, again, smart gameplay. Trishel thinks that Dan fed them a traitor, and nobody suspected it. She thinks that Phaedra is a traitor. Again, Smart gameplay here. Smart. You got to be smart because now everybody's going to be completely like, oh my God, Phaedra's going to play the martyr. I can't believe he came for me. I'm a faithful. I'm not a traitor. Blah, 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 blah. But she says, she, she called it out. I love that. Conversations ensued. Taking, uh, talk, Peter seems, um, uh, so obviously, like when you're looking at this, Phaedra, Pavarti, like it makes it smart. We're going to take out Peter, period, at the end of the day, right? You know what I mean? So it makes like it makes like the smart decision. However, Alan announces that he's going to pay a visit to the traders tonight. Could we see a new recruitment? Okay. Now, obviously, I'm taking these notes as I'm watching it. So I will. I wrote down my notes as, as things were unfolding of what I thought they should have done. So obviously, in my head, Phaedra said they were on their set. Uh, and Poverty said the target was on her. And she didn't know if she had a, uh, he had uh, any chance at all. Alan comes in, knocking on the door, kind of scares them, said they either have a choice of a murder a faithful or seduce one as a traitor. 
I said before they even announced this that they needed to do Peter. I think that this would be beautiful. He can accept or refuse. If they accept, they will join him. But if they recruit someone, there will be no murder. Poverty said, let's shake it up and recruit. She said, Peter, I knew it. Like, this is just a brilliant thing. You are sitting there. Peter is the man. You have him. The, the, nobody suspects him, right? Nobody at all. Everybody thinks he's going home that night. However, the flip side of this, if you're playing the game, so this is the thing. This is where I get, I'm a little much here. Let me let me break this down for you in my opinion. Peter does not go home. Does that make him suspicious to someone smartly playing the game that he is in fact one of the traitors? He would have known that he was not going to go home because he's a traitor. So pin it on Dan. Maybe he's working with Dan. Nobody knows he is. So if, if, if Poverty and Phaedra are one of the traitors, Peter enters the fold. If Peter doesn't get murdered, I personally would look at it as suspicious to think that maybe he is one of the traitors because he's he's letting everybody know that he's one of the he's he's going home. So if he doesn't get murdered, then there's the flip side. Well, he didn't get murdered because it would have been obvious. Maybe it would have been pinned back to poverty, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, obviously they pitch the idea um, uh, to one another. Uh, Phaedra says she's not sure she wants to trust Peter, but she says she wants to watch him murder his friends. And that is hilarious. One of the best lines of poverty's life. Um, but here we go. If he says no, it's a wrap. Peter walks in and he sees the note thinking it was the end, but he reads it off and says, we wish to recruit you and become a traitor. He says this would be the shock. He said, if he doesn't take it though, he knows that he will be murdered. Exactly. He's stuck in a rock and a hard place. I think he 100% has to take the offer. I think that he can spin this any which way possible. I think he can spin it to the way of maybe they didn't murder anybody, but I'm telling you, Tricell is going to be hot on Phaedra's butt so she can start having those conversations maybe with CT and stuff. But then, of course, now Pete, Peter's going to have to start eliminating his own friends because if he does, then he can start sniffing the scent of somebody else. But they're going to have to spin this to get them off of poverty's back as well. Or they can eliminate poverty too. And they're just in the mix of all of that. I don't know. This is intense, insane, and crazy. And it's just been one hell of a twist after turn. Dan committed one of the most bonehead mistakes of his entire existence. And now he has been banished from the show, which is perfectly fine. Because we got enough drama to ramp up for the next episode. I'm so excited to talk about it next week. But thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the Love and Reality Podcast. We will talk to you guys next week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.